Good morning. Oh, that's my bad. Uh, I don't know why I turned up the volume while I was recording, but that's okay. Um, that was Electric featuring Khalid by Alina Baraz. It's really good. It's in the movie Napoli Ever After, or Netflix original. That's such a good movie. Recommended to everyone. So uplifting. Um, so last night, I... Oh, I still didn't come up with a code word. Um, I spritzed some fun things. That sounds so wrong. I got high last night. Um, and I hope you know that I just mean, like, weed. I don't do anything else but weed. I promise. On my life, I promise. Um... But yeah, so I did some, and I got, it, it was a fun time. We wa- I watched The Pacifier with my parents. Vin Diesel is great in that movie. He's just hilarious. In the beginning, he does this, like, he, like, breaks onto this boat after, like, an epic, like, battle of, like, blowing up things. And then he gets on the boat, and he manages to, like, land on his feet. But then he drops down and does a roll anyway. And I'm like, Vin Diesel, what the fuck are you doing? It's hilarious. And then... There's this one scene. Oh, oh my god, I can't even tell you. It's just such a good movie. I forgot about it, about how good it was. Uh, but it was really nice, and it really like, like reminded me of like family, and like just like what family is supposed to be like, not supposed to be like, just what how I perceive family and how I want it to be for me. And then I was thinking about my parents. Um, and then that set me off and I realized a lot of shit, the relationship I have with my dad, my mom and my sisters, it's very codependent. Um, and I don't know if it's like that for them, but I am very codependent on them. Like, I feel like I have to take care of them their emotions are my emotions and a whole bunch of other stuff that I read something on Instagram about and I swear these are like good accounts they're like licensed psychologists and stuff and they talk about like real like childhood traumas and stuff and I guess the trauma that I experienced as a kid was emotional um I was told that my reality wasn't good enough when I said I wanted to be like a teacher they, were, they took it as a joke when I said I wanted to be literally anything else besides a doctor or orthodontist they didn't they didn't accept that as the reality for me so then I denied my reality and then on top of that like all these social events they kept stressing about how it, how important it is to look good for other people how important it is to be kind to other people and like I still believe that but I take it to a degree that's too much. I'm just trying to people please. I'm just trying to get everyone to like me. So it's quote unquote smooth sailing. No, that sounds wrong. It's not because it's smooth sailing. Like, I just want to help people and I want them to like me because I like being liked. And that's bad. 
right? I, I, don't, I don't know what that means. I have to talk about this in therapy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but I realize a lot of my issues stem from the fact that I feel like I didn't get enough love from my parents as a kid. Um, but obviously that's not true. I mean, not obviously, I guess. I mean, now that I'm older, I can understand and appreciate how much, oh, that's another story, but I can like understand and see acts of love that I didn't see when I was a kid. Like I have a different perspective on it now, now that I'm looking back and now it's just about me trying to untangle everything that I've learned as a kid and try and implement this new principle in my head so I can, I don't know, like be better and not be so reliant on like everything to remind me about love and getting high to feel emotion even stronger than before just so I can like feel an ounce of what it would be like to be in love with someone and how I want someone to feel about me I feel so love deprived I guess but I'm not and I'm realizing that very slowly and that's I guess that's really fucked up like one of the what the thing that set me off and like had me like sobbing was my parents like I'm going through I wrote this down like in a word document because I'm a better writer than I am a speaker because as you can tell I stutter and like my brain just goes in 50 different directions but I wrote I was like um what's it called lost my train of thought Oh, I'm going through like, I'm going through so much change right now and it's really fucking hard to change the fundamental like things about you to be, to, to, to change for the better, to change because you know that it's better for you that way. It's really fucking hard. So, and like there'll be days like I've told you uh the general audience and myself I've told myself that like oh I mean I've told this podcast let's say that I've told this podcast about my struggles and like how high and low they are and like how some days I'll feel so great and others I'll, I'll not and I'll have like a sense of who I am for like in a few hours before it goes away I never had that before and like when I did before like I've changed no you know what I haven't ever felt like that before let me think about that for a second yeah I didn't feel an ounce of a sense of myself. Wow, that's that's pretty amazing. <sighs> I'm so proud of myself. 
Okay, not so proud. That was like a little too much. I don't know. I'm just, I'm really happy that I've come this far. But the point was that I, um, I understand how hard it is to change. And I understand that it's hard most of the time. But every moment that you feel something good and you feel like, oh, I've changed for this reason. That moment is absolutely worth it for the 5,500 million moments that is really, really hard. And I can, like, I know in my family, like, we've, my parents have changed so much. We were able to, like, laugh and joke and do other things. But this time, now that we're older, we're connecting on a different level. And I think because we're understanding just how much, like, for me, I really understood their, the process of what they went through to change for us. And it must not have been easy because all they want to do is make sure that we have the best life as they can give us and that we are doing the best we can. And when I talk to them about my, what's it called, about me not wanting to be a doctor, they took it as it is and they're like, we just want you to be happy. And that was the first time that I didn't realize that they really changed for me they changed because they hated seeing me like that and it's so kind and so parental and so generous and selfless of them and it's such a beautiful form of love that it's taken me this long to finally empathize with what they're going you really just ran a red light dude you really just fucking ran a red light he literally went halfway over and he's like oh well it's red and i'm already over so i might as well just go like what the fuck anyway um so yeah and i wrote them a nice like letter and i was like i finally understand just how hard changes and what you went through for me and for my sisters and I want you to know that I see that and I appreciate it so much and I'm so sorry that I haven't lived up to my fullest potential I was scared of failing you I was scared of failing failing in general so instead of Letting that fear of failure push me in the right direction. I let it push me under into, until I didn't even know what to do with myself anymore. And I got so buried in worries and fears that I forgot what it is that is the core of, I guess, who I am. And that's your, their love and their culture and everything that they gave to us as children. And I'm old enough now where I can reframe my thinking and instead of victimizing myself like, oh, I'm a kid and I should feel I was a kid and I didn't get the love I deserved. That's the way I was thinking. I'm just trying to like rationalize this. Like, oh, I was a kid 
and I feel I feel I felt like I didn't, wasn't loved enough and I felt like I wasn't good enough for them I can reframe that thinking now and I can be like no they didn't think that I wasn't good enough they knew that I could do better so they were pushing me to do better but I took it as I was never going to be good enough for them and that's the beautiful thing about growing up is that you can realize things like that and then you can change yourself Again, another thing I have to implement into my personality, but this one's going to be beautiful, and I'm so fucking excited to work on this. I feel, like, so much, I feel so changed and so, like, ready to tackle problems, and I hope I can carry this attitude even into the workplace, because every day I walk in there and my attitude completely changes from when I'm in the car. Like, I'm like this right now, but then I'll go into the office and be like, oh, hi, um, I'm just here because I just wanted coffee. Oh, sorry, I ran into you. Oh, my God. Oh. And it's like, it's real for me in that moment because that's still my uncertainties with people while I'm comfortable with my family. So it's two different environments, and I get that, but I need to implement this part of myself and... Need it into my work life and social life and literally every other aspect of my life to be who I am because this right now this is who I am this voice this attitude this energy this is who I am constantly and I have so much trouble like implementing it into my lifestyle because I'm scared I'm just scared of so of failing of people not liking me and of just looking bad in someone's eyes. But honestly, who the fuck cares about other people? My family and my friends, they're the ones who saw me through the toughest times. They're the only people I should give a fuck about. And I really shouldn't give two shits about other people. Coworkers, I understand, because they're coworkers, so I should keep up some somewhat of a professional, like, appearance for them. But, like, everyone else has learned how to mesh their real self into the work life. And that's what I need to find how to do now. That was really fun to talk about. I just got to go in. Somebody to love is on by Queen. I just got to go in with this energy and just fucking kill it. For my eyes, Lord, somebody... Somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Me, I am that person. I need to find myself to love. Yeah, I fucking love Queen. Oh, I want to watch Bohemian Rhapsody. Maybe I'll do something this weekend where I'll get high and do a commentary about Bohemian Rhapsody. That sounds like a plan. I love that idea. I'm, I'm ready to go and tackle this day. All right. Have a gorgeous day and you are gorgeous. And remember, you are trying the absolute best that you, are, you can do at this moment. You're going to have moments of clarity and you're going to have moments where you feel like nothing's working out and there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But you can do this. Okay? This is such an inspiring... Oh my God, I feel so inspired right now. Ah! I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. I'm so excited. With God by my side, I can do anything.
All right. Have a good day.